Hey, yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to your new favorite podcast. It's your boy, Keith B., with episode five of F Your Feelings. The podcast is actually a question about faith, family, fatherhood, friendship, and everything in between. Yo, my, my, my boy Mike just told me something that was crazy. I mean, not at least for me, because I don't, you know, quite frankly, it's just three brothers sitting around talking about random topics. But nevertheless, y'all, y'all seem to be somewhat enjoying it. Uh, today, we celebrate actually 100 downloads on this podcast, so... Uh, big ups to, uh, to to the team, to Mike and David. Yay. Um, and a little, little bit of myself, you know. I, I don't <laughs> pat myself too hard on the back because um, I, I really don't do a lot. I'm going to be honest with you. Mike, Mike and David do most of it. But nevertheless, you know, I, I, uh, I, I'm I'm happy, man. I mean, how, how y'all feeling right now with 100 downloads? <laughs> loving it, baby. Loving it. <laughs> Excellent, man. I'm excited. Right. I can't believe it. <laughs> yep, yep. Hey man, hey, it's it's early beginnings and at the end of the day, you know, it's it's you know, you gotta take baby steps, right? You got gotta crawl before you walk. So um, you know, this is our this is our growing growing stage and uh I'm 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 happy to see us even having more than ten to be honest with you. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey man, but in any way we can be a blessing through these discussions, by all means, man, that's 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 why we do it. So um, that and learning and growing from one another. So, all right. So, man, we got a couple topics we can discuss. Um, some of them are related; others uh, may go off on a on a tangent. But nevertheless, you know, it's going to be good conversation. So, starting off with the first one, man. Um, mental health. Mental health has been a big topic as of late, um, especially looking at a lot of these athletes. Um, we got the Olympics going on right now. Um, you know, just to point out a few men, um, Simone Biles, um, you know, she recently had to take a break from uh, her, her, her Olympic activities uh, due to just some mental health uh, concerns. And then, you know, and honestly, you know, and even though it's kind of old news, but I was just thinking about Shakari Richardson, right. You know, how she just had to, you know, unfortunately be denied her, her, uh, her, her essentially invite or, or, or participation uh, for the Olympics because, you know, she decided to obviously do marijuana, but, you know, the reasons behind it, right, finding out that, you know, her mother had just passed and then hearing it from a reporter, you know, and Mike, you brought up a great point about how, you know, these reporters keep bringing up, you know, some of the most, you know, traumatic events in, in some of these athletes' lives and, and it's, 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 you're starting to see the effects of it. So um, what, what do you guys have to say in regards to that? For me, man, like for real, um, average everyday people wouldn't be able to stand up to half of the pressure that that these athletes and these people are, are having to deal with. You look at Simone Biles and all of her accomplishments and everything that she's done, and the first thing somebody run up in her face with a mic is talking about, you know, one of her traumas. Or, you know, she take a break. After, you know, all of these things are happening to her um, and people are sitting, well, you're a quitter. You have no clue of the sacrifices that this young lady has made to even get there. That's one. Two, you know what I'm saying? Most of them can't do a cartwheel or touch their toes if they wanted to. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And three, man, like, kudos to her to know, you know, when, when her boundaries, when she's reached her boundaries, like, no, setting boundaries for, for herself and um, and actually caring about herself more than whatever every, everybody else thinks about her. 
you know, you and, and you touched on, you know, um, the Richardson piece. I, I feel a little indifferent about that piece. Like, I get it, you know, but she hasn't, you know what I'm saying, reached the level of success to be put in the in, in, in the cup of Simone Biles and these other people. Like, you got a lot of work to do, you know what I'm saying, not taking away from your trauma, not taking away from, you know, your situation, but it's a huge difference, bro. Like, absolutely. In my, in my mindset. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the weight of it, right? I mean, so, you know, totally two separate situations, two separate scenarios. Um, the only reason I mentioned Shikari is just because of, you know, the, the, the trigger of just learning that your birth mother had just passed um, from a reporter, right? And But nevertheless, like, you, you're right. Like, Shikari is talented. I mean, super talented. Anybody running 100 under 10 seconds is... <laughs> I mean, you already damn a, a, a cheetah, so you know a human cheetah. So you know, I mean, I it, that's that's God-given talent, you know. But to your point, the amount of uh, effort and work and hard work put in by Simone, um, yeah, it's it, it. She hasn't gotten there quite yet. So, but um, Mike, but even though, that? bro, oh, let me one one more thing, bro. Like for real, most people that get that 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 happen to, guess what we're gonna do. We're gonna smooth cuss them out. <laughs> Straight up. We cussing on, on camera and the whole night. We getting them the business. Yeah. So you know what I'm yeah. saying? For real, kudos to them for being able to handle that type of foolishness. Yeah, keep their composure. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I think that one of the good things for for me personally is seeing that a lot of the younger generation is taking they are taking steps to better their mental health. You know, for example, whether we're watching a sport or you're watching someone, anything that has a serious occupation, you look at those types of people. People forget or just don't care that a lot of these people in the spotlight and the limelight are extremely young. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? They're young people. So, you know, with the exception of somebody that is, uh, you know, like a, someone military, you know, that type of situation. Most people aren't in a career where they're really having to manage adult expectations at the age of 19 or 20. Right. Uh, that's, that's, that's real. I mean, and, and you know, that kind of, and so like, I was even thinking about it in regards to like the, the demographic, right? Like a lot of people don't realize that, you know, being black in America by itself is stressful. <laughs> Let alone being in some sort of spotlight or position where you know you're you're you're, you're constantly having media and, and just you know either praising you or attacking you, and you know, and then you're expected to perform and do these you know extraordinary things in front of large audiences. And so, um, I mean, can y'all can y'all just kind of comment to like you know? Have you ever been in a situation, not, not that, you know, the three of us are not, I am not a professional athlete by no means. Matter of fact, Same. I get winded just from <laughs> running a mile. So please forgive me for even putting myself in the same conversation. But, um, you know, but in, in, in the lines of work that we do, you know, whether that be in something we're doing now or done in the past, you know, I think for the most part, the three of us have run across some sort of scenario where you're the, you're, you're the, either the only black professional or you're 
one of very few in, in a certain environment. And the amount of stress that you, you endure just trying to perform at such a high level just to almost be seen as equal. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, can, can y'all talk to that at all? Yeah, um, I'll start with that. Um, it kind of reminds me of the movie, I Think I Love My Wife. One of my favorite movies with Chris Rock. Chris Rock made a joke about how there's so few black people that he knew all the black people at the job. You know, <laughs> he knew he knew the people in housekeeping. He knew the people in maintenance. You know, he knew the guy that that uh, he he knew everybody. And it's it's almost a funny conversation. You know, I've been in IT for a long time at this point. And even within my own department currently, I am the only black person on my team right now. 2021. I'm not saying that, you know, it shouldn't, quote unquote, be like that. But as a whole and our entire IT department, not just my department, I know all the black people. I know all five of us. <laughs> all five. <laughs> all five of us. I know all five of us. Yes, I do. But, but, and, that, and that's, you know, and I'm sure, you know, and, and, and what you all do, I'm pretty sure the numbers are very similar in a lot of ways. But in a lot of ways, it does kind of put pressure on you. For example, I used to work at this place and I really felt like I was representing all black people. Right. And I'm going to lightly touch on the situation because it was just like um, they were watching what I was doing or, you know, I play music, what I'm listening to. Or, you know, <laughs> was I on time for work? The answer is yes. You know, was I all, you know, I'm always pressed and dressed for work. And I was just like, man, is this just funny? Because so anyway, make a long story short, we actually end up getting another, we actually end up getting a contractor, another black guy. So I was like, it was two of us. Something happened along the way. He was no longer with us. And I joked. I said, well, I guess that's it. I said, whenever I leave, y'all are never hiring another black person again. <laughs> and um, I think that, that I think that still might be accurate. <laughs> and that was that a might long be time. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But but nah, yes, I, I think a lot of times we, I don't even know if people instinctively try to do this, but it's almost like some of us may have, I know me, I've actually felt pressure in the sense that, man, am I representing all black people to you? Mm-hmm. Am I? It, his, I? I got a question to that. Yeah. Is that... Um, self-imposed or is that imposed by the environment that you're in? Great question. I think sometimes it's a little bit of both because, you know, I think most of us, we don't want to quote unquote play into stereotypes either. Oh yeah. He always 15 minutes late. You know, all, you know, all all the stuff that people like to bring up. But at the end of the end, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Um, so I think I think for me one of the things I just had to do was just be my authentic self. Sometimes I am late because I am human. Yeah. You know? Sometimes I'm not going to say the right thing because I am human. You know, a lot of my 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 faults aren't because I'm black, it's because I'm human. Right. Right. And you know, if you're looking at me to be king black, you're looking at the wrong person. <laughs> and, and and for me that's 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 the bigger piece. That's the bigger piece is it is it my self-imposed outlook on it or is 
how I'm feeling about this whole piece legit? Is it something that my mom was like, hey, look, whenever you go here, you better make sure that you sharp. You better make sure that you the best in the class. You better make sure that you do this and check all of these different boxes off. And is that something that I'm carrying in these spaces with me or did a situation happen and it's like, okay, I know what you're doing. I got it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm, I'm, I'm a I'm a person I'm I'm different. I love different types of music. Yeah. Don't look at me as 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 the monogram of of of, of, black, of the black dude. Like no, right. bro. Ain't no telling what you hear me listening to. You right. might hear me bumping Nirvana, you know what I'm saying? And I'm grooving. Right. <laughs> you know. It's is so don't put me in any kind of box. I don't I don't care what box is in cuz I'm I'm gonna disappoint you. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, don't look at me like I'm supposed to read all the W.E.B. Du Bois. I'm supposed to know all the black history. I'm supposed to, you know, listen or dance or do these different things because that's just an unfair comparison to uh, all of us. It is. And we've gotten so used to putting each other in these boxes. It's like, nah, man, that's some junk. Because yeah. we are so diverse, and I, I, for me, I get so sick of people trying to put me in a box. Well, if I get in the car, you put on rap music, bro. I'm, I might not like rap music. I, I, I'm a jazz head, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> put some Miles Davis on <laughs> if, yeah. if you if you want to have my black experience. You know. Um, so that's. That's my piece, man. And a lot of times I am in a, in, in a group where I am the only black dude. And it pissed me off when they start, well, I'm going to switch this. I'm going to play. No, be you. Yeah, be you. <laughs> Do you. You know what I'm saying? Don't switch up because what you think that I like or who you think that I am. You know, actually sit down and get to know me. Let's have a conversation. Let's open right. the doors, you know. And, I, I, and I'll do my best not to bring... My checkbox that my mother and my, my my folks gave me into this situation and play into the stereotypes that you already have as well. Right. Yeah, dude. No, I agree. And you know what's funny is, at least for myself, so similar to Mike, uh, I work for an engineering firm and um, we have these large assemblies. They call them all hands meetings. And one of the first one I went to was probably about, I'd say like 200 engineers. And I looked around the room, and no one in that room was black except me. No one. I was the only black person. Wow. And I was taken back. I went to the lady that worked in HR. She was black. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God, I think I've done a grave mistake. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint y'all. I'm, I might have to, you know, go on back to where I came from. And she was like, no, nah, you don't want to do that. You want to repay that relocation package. And I was like, oh, yep, you're right. So I got to figure it out. <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, man, it was it was awkward those first few months. Um, I actually dealt with the opposite. And right. So like, you know, David talked about how sometimes you'll be in a group where you feel like the people around you will try to adjust to what they see as black culture, which I, I I'm. Yo, shout out to the ERGs, ERGs, Employee Resource Groups. I'm, a, I'm an ambassador for ACE, uh, African Americans Committed to Excellence. And, and we have these discussions a lot in our meetings where I have to explain to them, like, just like the movie Fifty Shades of Grey, there's 50 shades of black people. 
that not every black person walking down the street is going to be exactly the same. Hell, they might not even be in the same block, same neighborhood, bro. Like, I mean, yo, like, I mean, I, I, I have friends who, you know, all they listen to is rock and roll. Like, they don't even know what hip hop is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then on the opposite end, like, you know, you you, you sing a, a Barry Manilow song or Elvis Presley song, and I got friends gonna be like, "What the hell is this?" So like, right. you know, it's it's a spectrum. You know what I'm saying? And and to your point, I, I don't, I, I I move throughout circles. Like my my life is a lot different, um, you know, than than the typical black person. Uh, but nevertheless, like just that experience, right? Like like you know, being the only one in that room that was black. And then some of the encounters that I had early on in my job were like, you know, I, I had a lot of people questioning, like, you know, my years of experience, my education, you know, within the first six months on the job, you know, and and, 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 and to me, I was trying my best to fit in. So, like, I had to, like, dial back who I was as a person in order to see, to, to allow them to see me as, you know, one of them, which... To this day, I don't think it's happened, but nevertheless, you know, they, they've gotten used to who I am now. And and, and over time, I've, I've opened up more and more and more, you know. Um, but just the, just that pressure, right, the, those stresses of having to even have those sort of thoughts in your mind while you're on the job and you got to perform, like that's stuff that people don't take into account and how it can affect someone's day to day, like. Bro, there were days where I was so mentally exhausted. Like, like I mean, I know we joke around about it, but like, you know, I, I, I would need a mental health day. Like, you know, I done ran into too many Karens at work and they done just got <laughs> on my nerves. And it's better for me to take this day off before I go off on one and I got to get escorted out the building in handcuffs. So, you know, that's 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 what I'm at with. So. But for real, let's put a pin there. Let's, let, you know what I'm saying, and, and dial into that. Like you said, like in your situation, you know what I'm saying? Now, going back to what we started, like you take a Simone Biles and in the situation and the pressure of somewhere like that, bro. That's crazy. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And everybody expect, every, you expect us to be cool and collected at all times and be able to deal with that type of pressure. It's like, nah, man. Nah. Yeah. Absolutely not, because we got our own pressures that we put up on ourselves. Then we got the pressure of the environment that other people put on us. You know what I'm saying? And now we're trying to balance all of this bull. You know, it's it's tough, man. Like for real. You know, and 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 it's the bigger piece of it is for me. Now we're having the courage to say exactly, put a name to it, say exactly what it is, and begin to go and get help for it. You know what I'm saying? I think like Meek Mills was talking, he was like, yo, we got to figure out a way to make, you know what I'm saying, mental health, going to get mental health um, situations squared away cool. Yeah. You know, um, and that's a big one. It is. And you know, there's a big stigma in the, in the, in the black community about mental health, right? Because, you know, what, what's the, the saying that a lot of people say, I don't, I don't. I don't need to go see a shrink. I I, I go to church. You know. I go, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> oh, I you going there? Keep going there. Go ahead. Keep go ahead. You know. We, we always gotta. I mean, I, Mike, Mike said it earlier. You know, we just trying to make it a seven episodes where we get kicked off. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, you know, I mean, yeah, a lot of people say that, bro. Like, you know, let's 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 go to church instead of, you know, having us have sit down and, 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 you know, talk our problems out with professionals, you know. And, and in a lot of ways, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, first and foremost, you know, to our audience, you know, I am a firm believer in Jesus Christ. I love the Lord. I got to say all that before I start going in on the church. Um, but, you know, the church has failed us in, in, in a lot of different ways. And, and I don't know if it's just the black church or if it's, you know, universal. I, I really don't know, man. But there, there's certain topics in, that, that, that are happening in, in today's world that um, either either the, the, the church doesn't address them head on. You know, you'll get like a roundabout answer, you know, or they'll totally disregard it and say, like, hey, you know, don't be concerned with that. Let's. Let's be concerned about this building fund. We're trying to get up, <laughs> right. get that annex going. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, Mike, I know you got a lot to say on this one. So, so, so go ahead and take it away, bro. <laughs> All right, ready. Okay, I'm, I'm going to take one step back just for a second. Um, uh, Back to the workplace thing. Uh, there was an article that came out from the Silicon Valley Business Journal. And the, the heading is, just 3% of black professionals want to return to the office full-time post-COVID. So anybody get a chance to read that? It's a very good article. It's not it's not a long read, but it basically hits on uh, topics such as code switching, um, microaggressions, that sort of thing. So anyway, that was my quick plug. Excellent article. So church, Keith, man, we really about to get kicked off, huh? <laughs> Uh, I feel like I have to give a disclaimer now. Um, I love the Lord. The Lord is the head of my life. <laughs> Without him, I am nothing. Absolutely. However, no however, no however. Um, I continually work on my personal relationship with the Lord. I try to spend my time with him, prayer, all these sorts of things. However, throughout the past year and a half, I've had an issue with some of his children. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like the Lord need to, you know, pull them to the side the way he does me. But no, on, on, on a serious note, um, throughout my experiences, I'm going to mix a whole bunch of them together. So, you know, people who do know me in real life, I'm not talking about one particular place, one particular situation. But I have seen common occurrences of lots of topics being uh, downplayed, um, shifted, um, not not even being discussed. Uh, some of them, you know, specifically, we'll talk about uh, when things started happening uh, more publicly, where uh, there were racial implement racial implications. Uh, Trayvon Martin, you know, a lot of a lot of people were silenced. You know, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, not the organization for you people. Oh, the or- no, no, no. We're not talking about the organization. We're talking about black people. Hi. You know, being alive, you know, lives, are we important matter. So we're not talking about the organization. We're talking about people. You know, I I just found it really started to feel uncomfortable when you see certain topics that affect all humans, all people not being discussed. But then there are other topics that affect a small percentage. You know. There's people have theses, you know, you write a thesis, you have a book, you have tons of stuff to say. So it it was actually starting to become very difficult for me to hear, you know, this hot button topic be discussed, but this other topic not being discussed at all. Um, With that being said, this is the first time in my life 
you know, with all with the COVID of not being in church um, frequently. I haven't been to church since uh, March of 2020. This is the longest streak I've ever been in my whole life. It feels weird. It still feels weird. <laughs> I've, try, I've tried to watch church online, but it's not the same. However, the reason I brought up that article about the 3%, I kind of don't want to go back. <laughs> no, not, not in the sense of not wanting to have a relationship with the Lord or not wanting to engage in the fellowship and the company of believers. I would love to do small groups. I, I love that. I love Bible studies. I love that sort of thing. But the the, the corporate worship, you know, we, we don't have we, we can sugarcoat it. But church is political. Church is extremely political. Church is also a business. It is a business. You know, if you really want to dig deep in the word, you know, we don't a lot of church now is entertainment. And that's not what it was originally designed for. Uh, You know, well, I got so much to say on this. (laughs) I I think I might have to stop here (laughs) because I don't want to go on a crazy rant. Okay, okay. Let me keep going. All right. Yeah, nah, go 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 for it, cause like this is what people need to understand and hear, cause there's so many people that feel the same way, you know. Like to be honest, bro, I, I'm I feel a certain kind of way about you know what I'm saying. Really, the way that historically the church has dealt with, uh, especially our, our our community has dealt with our people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and and the church is supposed to be the hospital, the storehouse that take care of us, right? Mm-hmm. If something right. going on, then I should be, and I, you know, I should be able to go to the church and be taken care of, right? If I'm if I'm doing my due diligence and doing my part in that congregation and in 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 that group of people, then our belief systems, mostly everything should line up to actually glorify Christ, but still at the same time be the source of helping one another, right? Right. And that's not the case. Me personally, especially now, I feel like we've got into a a form of being entertained, a form of worshiping people, mm. uh, a form of getting into these little clubs and cliques Um is saying everything that everybody around us is saying and not saying what's really going on. Mm. You look at the Black Lives Matter movement, you know what I'm saying, with somebody, I don't care who, green, purple, black, orange, I don't care what color you are. If a man is kneeling on somebody's neck, right, and you don't have some type of something in your spirit that's just like, that is hard. That's, I don't care what kind of criminal he was. I saw the pedophiles and all of them jokers. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what I no man deserved that, bro. Right. But then again, that 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 threw a huge rip in the church. And it's like, how, how do I believe in Jesus? And you believe in Jesus, and we don't we missed this mark so so far. How how do we do that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. COVID situations, like taking care of people, simple things. Put your mask on, man, please. You know what I'm saying? T- take care of you. Take care of my family. Let's take care of each other. But you got people in the church pissed off because they can't take their mask off. <laughs> yeah. Come on, yeah. bro. Like, get out of here with that, man. Yeah, man. No, you're you're 100% right. Both of y'all are. Um, you know, I, for me, I, it's always a, a, a big 
conflicted, right? Because I've, I've, I've gone to some really good churches, including the one that we're attending right now. Shout out to Mosaic uh, Church in, in Austin, Texas. Um, they, they, I think they did a great job on, on how they handled um, the George Floyd incidents and, and, and Black Lives Matter. They've been, a, at least on the outside, right? They've shown a significant amount of support for, for those movements. And, and we've actually, he's actually had sermons, like multiple sermons, discussing those those same exact topics so i, I commend him for that and that's and huge then, um, yeah huge. Man, yeah huge, and then, um, i don't i don't know if you guys you know because i know all of us lived in orlando at one point um uh river life christian center uh pastor marvin jackson uh, and deborah jackson they, they do a great job as well so shout out to those guys but um yeah man i mean to your point it, it's 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 tough right like i i try to explain to people that you know the church is the body of christ but it's still made up of people and right even though we're people we we still have flaws right there's still significant flaws within all of us even even in the pulpit you know with with the pastor and the deacons and the elders you know no, no, everybody falls short of the glory of god right that's why we all need christ um, amen and so with with that said i always encourage people Develop a personal relationship with God. Come on. Um, read your Bible, you know, on your own time. Don't allow someone to just pour into you their interpretation of the word. Because um, to your point, Mike, church is very political. It mm-hmm. is. It's extremely political. And then in addition to that, you know, it is a business. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you got to know, you got to know that, you know, politicians will go to churches and, you know, request time on Sunday morning to, you know, give a quick speech on why they deserve their office. And in return, you know, right. the church gets a very favorable, you know. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that, that, that happens, you know. And I'm, and here's the thing, man. I understand. I'm not, I'm not knocking it because I, I, I don't run a church. I've never ran a church. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm low key a preacher's kid, but, you know, my, my pops wasn't a pastor. He was an elder, um, you know, and considered a prophet by many, but, Nevertheless, man, like I, where I'm at with it, again, man, develop your own relationship with God. Develop your own relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, it'll go a long way because in a lot of those moments, if you if you're sound in, in in what you know, you you know what's the BS on Sunday morning and what's what's and what's you know legit. Like you can you can say okay. Is this is this a word from God or is this a word from you know Morgan or Marvin or you know Bishop or you know what I'm saying? Like if you're deep in your word, you can you can have that discernment. But um, to y'all's point, man, I, I do believe the church um, overall needs to do better. And you know what's funny? So the church I attend here in Austin, Mosaic, it's a multicultural, multi ethnic church, and it's amazing to see the amount of money that they can generate to donate to, you know, the community. Like, like they, they're doing Come on. a lot of the things that David's talking about, but, but to, the, to David's point, at least growing up, and I'm not knocking, like, you know, if, if anybody who knows me, you know where I went, you know where I went growing up, you know, I'm not knocking, you know, my, 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 my upbringing and where I came from, but, you know, you don't see that same level of missionary work occurring um, 
at least in the black community in regards to the church. It's usually the other way around, right? Like the church is selling dinners right. versus giving them a, giving people, you know, food to eat. They're they're right. doing some sort of drive or fund to, you know, improve the, the parking lot or the building or we get the building fund. We got the building you know, fund. Pastor's yeah. appreciation. And I'm not I'm not saying not to appreciate folks like that. I'm not saying right. that at all. What right. I am saying is that we push a whole lot of money through these buildings and put it in the hands of people that some of them don't have the best intentions of the people. Right. For us, not, for me, in my mind, there's no reason why we shouldn't have homeless, you know what I'm saying, single mother housing that's, you know what I'm saying, dis, you know what I'm saying, lower rates to where they, they could thrive in right. our congregations. There's no reason why we shouldn't Amazon pieces ha- have a church. I, I heard, I read a couple weeks ago, one church, they bought a bunch of Amazon vans so that the congregation would have work. Oh, wow. So guess what? Like they're going out of working and then they, they build their houses as well as they're working to put the congregation in. Why that's not the model, but then we sit around the hollow, we don't have anything. Right. It's funny you say that specifically. Um, I have kind of a motto when it comes to finding a church. Oh, take a step back for a second. Keith, I really felt like in my heart, you were 15 seconds from leading an altar call. When you start talking about finding a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, I was like, is Keith going to say, get yourself, brother, in a Bible, believe in church, and come on down. If you can confess your sins, you can be right with the Father. I thought Keith, I I thought he was going to say, will there be one? Will there be one? There one. This is not counting me because he'll he'll say this in this moment, but then he'll bring up my escapades at the strip club in another time. (laughs) Please disregard everything. (laughs) Let me me tell you, I'll say this too about that. You know, I believe that God has given all of us different testimonies. I believe that our testimonies help us reach people. And sometimes our testimonies allow us to reach people that other people cannot. You know, you have different experiences that I've never experienced and vice versa. So if there's someone who is interested or going through or whatever, you have the ability to communicate them on a level because of your experiences. So, yeah, I do like to have I do like to joke about these sorts of things. But that this part I do take seriously. I I, am very thankful for my shortcomings, my growth, you know, my fears, my losses, my achievements, because that gives me an opportunity to communicate with one more person I previously could not. So, yeah, you know, believe it or not, Keith, you know, I believe that the Lord, you can you can find the Lord in everything. You know what? Whether it's something as simple as, man, you know, you you in the strip club and you hear people praising. They ain't praising God, but they praising something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. they, 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 <laughs> they're not they're not admiring the goodness of what he's done for them, but they admire the goodness of that uh, that artistic uh, handcrafted uh, body that they're looking at. You know what I mean? So oh. it, it, it could be anything. Never looked at it like that. But okay, but. yeah, that's that's how I see. But but yeah, okay. So sorry, y'all. I, I kind of derailed a little bit. Went went off. That's how our real life conversations go. So thank you for listening. Um, what I wanted to say also is, uh, it, it's cool to have a pastor that you can chop it up with. That's awesome. But um, find yourself a licensed medical professional to speak with. Yeah, for real. A licensed, you know, you know that. I think that part is important. 
you know, um, like like what Dave and Keith are talking about with the um, and also when you're when you're looking at your churches, I believe in I use the term church dating, you know, when we're like we're in a new area right now. We haven't even begun our search. Um, I like to usually sit three or four Sundays. I look for churches the way I watch TV shows. I ain't even going to lie to you. When I try to find a new show, I'm going to watch three, four episodes and I'm going to make a decision. Same thing with churches. I know I shouldn't compare the two, but I do. And the thing that I look for is what is your, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What What is your church's purpose? What is your mission statement? You know, some churches, their, their mission statement is evangelism. Some churches, their mission statement is community outreach. You know, some churches, th- their mission statement is um, they want to um, either get you fired up, uh, reacclimate you to church, get you excited, get you built up so that you can move on to uh, other churches and spread the gospel. You know, I-, I think that that's another question. I think that a lot of us don't also always look for that. Uh, when choosing church environments, you know, like, for example, I think Keith, uh, my previous church was really big on community and outreach. And I love that. I didn't realize how much I love that. You know, some of the things working with. Um, oh, I can say it. Yeah. Um, organization Five Feet and Restore, excellent organization, helps people. Um, they were using uh, travel trailers in the beginning, travel trailers, building them up and allowing families that were living in their cars to, to move into these trailers and provide opportunities for them. You know, the goal that the Lord is opening up these doors for is building an actual community to help get families off of the street. Yeah, people say, oh, but you can do this, 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 this. But that's the thing. They're doing one specific thing right now, and they're targeting families, mothers, children, people who are living in their vehicles. That is a huge ministry. But the cool thing is everybody can start one, too. Right, if, you, if you see right. this church doing this, your church can do something else or you could do something else. So right. I think also we try to put too much. We try to we try to put everything on a church, but nothing at the same time. So, you know, that's why I say when, when you're looking at different churches or looking for different things, it's almost like you got to evaluate them like you evaluate a job interview. But spiritually, if that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. nah, I tell you, I, I'm not even going to lie with my, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, bro. I'm. I'm kind of enjoying, you know, not being in the middle of, <laughs> not being in the middle of all of it. You know what I'm saying? I like, like you say, we love God, you know, but I, in, in the real form of my relationship with Him, you know, not to show, not not to BS, um, just really trying to bless people and help, you know. But the whole church piece. And the whole religious and show and all of that, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm really just not here for it no more. Like, right. Yeah, I'm done with that, man. You know, to be honest. Ooh. Yeah, man. I saw a post on the internet the other day. What about, um, you know, people who serve? You know, who serve in church? I was reading a tweet, and it was just talking about like, um, it was pastors, you know, worship leaders, people involved in any ministry, not just the the big ones. You know the toll that also takes on you. Right. Um, yeah. I'll go first. I was I was part of the the media ministry for the last I don't know four or five years, and I can honestly tell you, honest to God, I think that I could I could probably say that in my mind I actually went to church probably four times. So let me explain. Was I present most of those Sundays? Absolutely. 
But in terms of my focus, I was focused on doing the the job that I was doing and not the um, not the other part of it, not not coming to just be fed, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Totally. So, I mean, that's no, you know, and so so for me, this is also a period of rest. This is a long set. I haven't served in church in a long time. I haven't served. I haven't participated. And it's almost like whenever it is time to go back, I'm looking forward to just being in the congregation. I just want to sit there with my family and hear the word and, and go to praise and worship. I want to do that. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, OK, Lord, um, am I going to have to get involved again soon? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. finding that line and that balance of um, of knowing when to take breaks. And we can transition that back to work. Now, let's talk about PTO. I don't know about y'all. David, you're a business owner. So, you know, <laughs> you are your PTO. But for us regular brothers like me and Keith, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, oh, I'm i at the point right now where I'm about to max out my PTO again. Yeah. So I have to take a day off. Yeah. I don't have a choice. Yeah, heck yeah. Bro, and it, honestly, and I... Cause, cause y'all, y'all my dudes, bro, and 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 this this is just me being transparent with y'all, like for real. I need y'all to start using that. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if it's just a day. You just like I ain't doing nothing today, but doing something for me. I'm gonna go out, meet my thing, go to the record store, and I'm gonna chill out and I'm gonna buy me some records. You know what I'm saying? To clear my head and enjoy what I want to do. Bro, we neglect that piece so heavy. Like, you got time to where you got to take it now. Mm-hmm. Don't have a choice. You know what I'm saying? Then you don't have a choice. You, you, If you don't take it, you're going to lose it. Yep. It's like, bro, no. Starting, to, it's there for you to take. And we beat ourselves up, man. We be feeling bad because we can't be there whenever somebody else. Bro, they, at the end of the day, if you die tomorrow, they gonna hire somebody next week and keep the party going. Right, that's true. You know what I'm saying? So we have to start taking care of ourselves. And bro, it took me years to get to this point because I was the same way. I, I would save all my my time up to where I gotta take it. No, bro, I, I ain't doing that. Now yeah. let me go to somebody else's job. I'm taking PTO. I'm taking all mine, bro. I'm burning it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And that goes back to the mental health thing, right? Like it, it, there's a balance in life in almost every area of life that I don't know about y'all, but I mean I'm I'm still trying to figure out. I'm, I'm still searching for it. Um, yeah. But man, I I'm kinda like David. I feel like once I find where that balance is at, mm-hmm. I think the quality of my life is going to like explode like beyond anything I can imagine, you know. Um and so I, that's something that I've been praying for and, you know, seeking the Lord for, um, you know, but uh, it takes time. It, it takes time to get to that point. But to your point, David, no, it, it is important to make time for yourself, um, even in the midst of like, you know, when we're talking about the job, but like, you know, with the three of us are our husbands, the three of us are our dads, like, you know, it's, it's, it's tough, right? I mean, like, just because you clock out in one job don't mean your responsibility is stopping another. Um, and each each area of, of your life deserves, um, you know, that their, their, their respected time, you know, 
for their respective reward, right? Work is the paycheck. Um, you know, spending time with your wife or your kids, that's this quality family time, that's you know, investment in, into each other, you know. But then there's that investment into yourself, you know, that, that you have to do. Um and you know, something a friend of mine taught me a long time ago was it was in regards to like, you know, uh financial um uh, awareness and financial uh, education, but he said, you know, Keith, the first thing you should do when you get your paycheck is pay yourself. You know, like pay, pay, pay yourself. You know, and I think that's a a mentality that we have to take in multiple areas of our life, right? Like, not to become selfish. I don't, I don't want to advertise that. Like, put yourself above everyone else, but don't forget about yourself. Right. And don't lose who you are. Like. You know, I tell people I am, I'm a Christian, I'm a husband, I'm a dad, I'm an engineer. You know, um, those are the areas of my life that make up who I am, right? You know, but if, if you know me, you know, and y'all and, and y'all know me, I mean, you know, Mike, Mike knows me uh, a little bit better just because, you know, time in Orlando, but, um, you know, I got a lot of hobbies. I got a lot of, like, you know, characteristics about myself. I, I can, I can. I can be funny. I can be, you know, depressing. I can be, you know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's different facets to, to Keith B, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and, and sometimes you get so caught up with everything else that's going on that you forget about feeding yourself what, what, what you need in order to function. Um, and I think that's, that's, that's what I got from you talking about PTO, David, Absolutely. is uh, putting that time back into yourself. Man, I'm 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 finally getting to the point where I'm showing up for myself and I'm seeing where when I'm showing up for myself, it translates into the whole house, a whole different energy that goes on. You know, my wife is a lot more upbeat and you know, we're going out to different restaurants, trying different things. Uh, the girls are having fun because you know, I'm in a different headspace. I'm having fun because you know what I'm saying I'm I'm cool with me. I'm having fun with myself. <laughs> First of all, you know what I'm saying? And that energy is just lit up the whole house, man. And um that's been that's that's been one of the new things. That's and it's a beautiful journey for me right now, bro. Like for real. You know? Yeah, man. Absolutely. You know, my wife told me something a while back. Um, they said that they taught her this in my nursing school that uh, sick people can't take care of sick people. You know, yeah. you have to be in a good space before you can provide health care to someone else. You know, and again, like I, I see that lesson being applied in multiple areas. You know, like to your point, when you're feeling good, the whole house gonna feel good. You know what I'm saying? It's it's an energy, it's a vibe. You know, call it what you want. You know, and I mean, you know, if if, if you're from the church, you might say it's it's, it's the it's the atmosphere, it's the spirit. You know what I'm saying? Moving. You know. Or, Whatever you want it to be. <laughs> you know, Shanta da mama. Like a little, raising hands. <laughs> but nevertheless, man, you know, call it what you want, but people feed off that, bro. Like, you know, I'm a big sports dude. You know what I'm saying? We in sports we always talk about momentum. You know what I'm saying? And this momentum isn't something you can see, but you damn sure can feel it in the moment. You know, when, when you see that team, you know, have that spark that's that's driving them towards um, you know, the finish line and whatnot, you know, I mean, I just, you know, recently saw the, uh, shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks, like, well, I did not think 
I, I didn't I didn't see that happening, bro. I, no, I really didn't no. think he was gonna pull that out. You know, <laughs> no but, way, I shape, mean, form, or fashion. Right, right, man. But dude, that momentum, that momentum shift, bro. Like it's it's you know, there's things that are working around us that you know, depending on if they are good or evil, you know, if you tap into it, it can totally sway the direction in, in your life takes. You know, let, I challenge let you me, to tap into the good. You know. Let me ask you a question, all right? Where does the momentum go? Where you mm. like? You know, you know, people people say, "Oh, yeah, you know, it was the momentum. The momentum came like the momentum came like it was a, a Mario power up, like they like they ate the magic mushroom." But then, does the momentum just die? Does the momentum go away? Like, whatever happens to this momentum? Um, I think I think it happens in waves, bro. Like, okay. I think, like when I think about momentum, I think about the wind, right? Like sometimes the wind blows strong, you know what I'm saying? You know, in the midst of a storm. Um, but then as the storm starts to reside or starts moving on, you start feeling less and less of that of that power from, from, from the wind. So um, I look at momentum as something that people have to take advantage of or capture in that moment to allow them to um, motivate and drive them towards their goal, you know, um, because it can die off, you know, it's, it's kind of like, all right. So like, you know, and, you know, us growing up in the church, we always talk about seasons, right? Like, okay. Okay. Happen in a certain season. Right. And so if you try to do things out of season, it doesn't, it doesn't flourish. You, you're not going to be able to, uh, reap uh, anything you've sown. So, you know, set time and do season is something that was always kind of preached to me. Um, same thing with momentum, bro. Like, like I equate those two as hand in hand. Like when, when the momentum is hot, you got to do what you got to do in that moment. Don't fool around right. with it. Like you got to take care of it because if you do it and you do it right, you can literally ride the wave of success that follows the, 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 the work ethic that you put in. Um, versus trying to do it when it's cold, when there is no momentum, it's like climbing a, a mountain, bro. Like it's it's constant resistance. Gravity is constantly pulling you back, pulling you down. So that's the way I see it. Absolutely, totally agree. Totally agree. You know what I'm saying? Big thing: being present, knowing when it's dead, and running with it, baby. Run it. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, like they say, seize the moment. <laughs> oh, no, Tampa Bay, seize the day, baby. <laughs> seize the day. Seize the day. Bro, don't even get me started, bro. I mean, I'm an Uber Bucks fan. So, to, to all our listeners, you know. Tell, I, tell I, them I how long, really Keith. To tell what them what mean? color the jerseys were when you became a Tampa fan as a little Not boy. Orange. I was bleeding orange and white. <laughs> orange and white. All Let's day, go. Bro. I had a I had a Trent Delpha jersey back in the day. Like, I don't even know if people know who Trent is, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> so you know, but yeah, man, I'm a, I'm an Uber fan. So yeah. shout out. Hey, shout out to you know, I had to leave with that because you know people are like, oh yeah, man, it's easy to be a Tampa fan now. No, no, <laughs> Keith was on them a long time ago when when That's a hard life, yeah, bro. right. It's hard, it's hard life, bro. It's like it's like living in the projects. Like you just. <laughs> every, every year you hoping you know that that one deal gonna get you out, but uh, that shit don't come, never come through. Right? Yeah. 
Until, until, until they send, 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 send somebody alone that's going to flip, flip the script. So, yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, that's man, hilarious, so. bro. Hilarious. Um, I mean, man, that's at least I think we done hit on uh, the majority of our topics. You know, I, uh, uh, we had our rant about the church. You know, God forgive us. You know, we still love the Lord. We still love the Lord. <laughs> hey, we love the Lord, but we got to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you know, we just got to keep going on it, you know. So you know, and Mike, I like I like your example of, of how you said you know you uh, you, you sort of uh, shop for churches or, or shop for congregations you want to be a part of. You know, and I honestly I encourage a lot of people to do that. And here's why: like number one, I don't know, man. Like the more the older I get, I feel like the more my, my mindset shifts and looking at people. And to me, each one of us are like an instrument, right? And God can use us to play a certain tune, to create mm. a certain sound. And so I don't, you know, I, and I know this may go against a, a lot of uh, pastors or bishops or whatever, it may, you know, because a lot of people want you to sit in their congregation, pay that tithe, you know, right. until the day you die. Right. You know, and, and here's the thing that's, you know, if that's you, that's not, it's not a bad thing, but just hear me out. With that being said, like, I've learned so much from this pastor and that pastor and, you know, that preacher and this preacher, like, you know, the word of God can, can produce a a strong word through so many different vessels. I think it's um, a a disservice to yourself to only listen to one man or woman of God. Um, That's just my take on it. Right. So, I mean, for me, I'm, I attend Mosaic, but I still listen to, you know, uh, River Life, you know, back in Orlando. Um, and then I'll, there's other people that, that I'll occasionally pull up and listen to. Like I have friends that they'll send me their, their, their pastor, you know, and I thank God for, you know, YouTube and, you know, unfortunately the internet, you know, I, I know mo- most of the internet is ran by Satan, but nevertheless, there's, there's some good parts to it. Um, you know, but, you know, we, we live in a world now where there's platforms that these people can produce a word and you can tap into it and be able to, you know, listen and grow from everyone. So um, that was just a, a, something I wanted to add on to, to, to what you mentioned earlier, Mike, because I, I think it's important. I agree, bro. I totally agree. And anytime you just sit under one thing, yeah, I can't eat pizza my whole life, bro. I'm sorry. I just can't. <laughs> You know what I'm right, and that's how I, I don't want to be sitting around everybody that think like me, that look like right. me, that talk like right. me, that walk like me. Not, no, man, I need, I need, I need to be around people that think. Yeah, I need to be able to think and have different ideas, different concepts, yeah. uh, and then absolutely trust the God that I serve in my relationship with Him, um, and know that I'm not gonna be led down some road unless I choose to go. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? People, a lot of people don't do it because I don't want to be tempted by it. You got to make the decision. You know? So, yeah, man, I, I agree. Like, I, I need to be around different thought processes. I need to be around different people that's doing different things so that, you know, truly, I, 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 could, I could go back to, to the create to, to Jesus, like, hey, Lord, what's up with this? Help me understand this. Where am I at with this? And even even with my own studies, man, you know, um, I just I for me, I gotta have I gotta have smart people around me that don't think like me. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, bro. Yo, and yeah, for me, shout out, shout out to my homeboy Anthony. He he taught me you know, a lot in college, right? Like I just I sit here and think about all these little things he taught me, but he, he used to tell me you're the average of the five people you hang around. Right. So, you know, you, you look who's in your circle, you know, you're naturally gonna gravitate towards the same characteristics and habits that, that you're surrounded by. So but, uh, but yeah, man. And you know, I, I, I agree with you guys on that. Um, I also believe this, and I don't know if people are comfortable saying this. I believe that as a believer, we have the right to challenge our thoughts, our ideas, our faith. I believe that. Absolutely. Come on. I, 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 I don't think that God wants us just to, okay, Lord, well, you gave me this powerful brain. I'm not going to use it. I'm just going to sit here and I'm just going to be quiet. I I just don't think that that was the plan. I am a, um, what I called myself, I am an, I'm an Olympic level overthinker. That is what I do. I think about everything. And I'm not the type that just looks for the answer that feels the best. I, I like a pastor that makes me think. You know, I know this is might be a little weird for a lot of people, but I'm my my dad is a pastor, and I actually like watching sermons. So I'll watch different sermons on TV. I'll listen to them in the car. I, I'm just into it because I love hearing different perspectives on the word. People say, "Oh man, you know, it's the Bible. The verses are the same, but everybody comes at it differently," which is even leading us to our our the podcast that we're on right now. You know. It's not a coincidence that the first F and F your feelings is faith. That's not a coincidence. That is by design. So we're going to hit those topics in different ways. Every podcast, you know, some stronger than others. To be honest with you, I would love for us one day to discuss if anyone's interested in hearing why we actually believe in God. Not because we grew up in the church. You know, not because you quote unquote feel that's the thing to do, but why do you as an individual believe in God? Why? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's just me thinking out loud. My my yeah, answer that's, is, that's, is that's, not that's that deep. That's, that's a real question. But that's yeah, I, I would love, maybe we can unpack that someday if, if, if you know, our listening audience is into it or if you guys want to discuss it, I think that'd be cool one day. I'm about to say, Mike, go ahead and drop me a teaser. What, what's, your, what's your answer? Um, the reason okay, all right, it's not deep, y'all. Y'all gonna be like, oh man, it's not deep at all. No, it's really not deep. It's because God allows me to see things that my brain can't understand. It's it's just that simple. That's kind of deep, though. Oh, no, not really. Yeah, God, God, put me in a situation where my logic, my logic stops. Where there are quote unquote so many coincidences in a situation, you're like, okay, really? Like, how is this even possible? This doesn't make sense in my brain. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, like like the movie Crash, where there are so many strategic intertwined events that happen simultaneously to 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 lead to an end result. Right. You know, you know, you you can look at you know look at your life or any situation, man. There's so many different things. And you're like, how did this all come together? Oh, well, it's because of, is, is it really because of uh, some scientific matter? 
okay, we're going to skip past that because you can't logically explain how all these things came together at this time. True. Let's let's try another option. Maybe it's God. Maybe it's not. But I like to believe it is. Kind of like the question of, you know, um, I, I was doing research at one point about. Okay, I'll just tell y'all. So on Reddit, I'm on Reddit, <laughs> and I love Reddit. I do. Um, I use Reddit for a number of reasons, um, but one of the reasons I like the the faith based threads. One of my favorite threads on Reddit is atheism. And you're like, dang, you're a Christian. Yes, I love the atheism thread because it's awesome. I love the atheism thread. I love the uh, Christianity thread, and I love the ex Christianity thread. Between those three, <laughs> seriously, it's, it's crazy. Between those three, you get the same discussions from different angles, and it's the it's the it's the craziest thing when you look at it that way. But I learn so much um, just by reading those three threads. Just three, excuse me, subreddits for those who are. Why is he saying threads? Subreddits. I got it. I know that. What is, I don't even know what Reddit is. <laughs> See. <laughs> To our listeners, please forgive David. He behind the times. Um, <laughs> Man, about y'all do, know I'm, me. Yeah, Reddit is. I don't even know how to describe Reddit in English, Keith. How do you explain what Reddit is? Didn't we talk about this before? We tried to explain it. Reddit is is a reflection of the internet, bro. It's a whole lot of foolishness. A whole lot of. Uh, smart conversations and unfortunately porn. Uh, it, it, it's, it's we did. Yeah, you're yeah, never more right. than three clicks. You're never more than yeah. three clicks away. Never. Yeah, three clicks away, bro. Three you clicks. Mm-hmm. Ass titties all day long. So three clicks to the hot shop. Right. So I mean, it, it, it's one of the few places where communities can just literally jump on and talk about anything and everything. I, I, I honestly get my uh, well, I used to until I lost money in AMC. Uh, but I used to get my my investment uh, <laughs> my investment no. strategy from from Wall Street bets. Uh, <laughs> sir, it. sir, that is not investing. That is gambling. Like gambling. That right. is not investing, sir. Hey, hey, hey! It's it, it's the same shit. Bro. It's the same shit. <laughs> they do the same thing. Why 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 you think they call it? Uh, are, are we gonna we gonna bet against this stock? Like we gonna short this stock? Like hey, hedge funds do the same shit. YOLO. Right. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest with y'all, man. We need to be looking at that because I think they finna do some weird stuff with cryptocurrency, for real. Like, off, off top. on the ride, bro. It's, it's, bro. it's, it's crazy. XRP, I don't know, man. I think they finna try to regulate that boy. Oh, yeah. That's definitely coming. I mean, yeah. yeah. And when they it's do that, that's going gonna be some switch up, bro. Yeah, what what's, what was that? Reddit? I'm trying to find it. I'm a phone. Red? Yeah, R E D. David sounds David sound a thousand years old. What's that thing, y'all young boys talking about? That that that, that Reggie, that Reggie. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, David is not even a whole decade older. Than that, so. <laughs> Y'all the little orange joint. Okay, bet I'm on it. I'm, yeah. Hey, hey, pull up yeah. on me. <laughs> Be careful, bro. Once again, you're only three clicks away from that. Three clicks, David. Three clicks. I'm serious. Uh, not not a joke. Yeah. So, well, hey, um, man, it's always a pleasure chopping it up with y'all, man. Appreciate y'all, you know, for once again, just coming together, having the discussions. You know, somebody going to, you know, listen to this and hopefully be blessed by it. So, you know, and that's and that's why we do it. So, and to all our listeners, to 
the, the hundred people that did the download, yo, hey, we, we, we thank shout you. out to y'all, man. Appreciate we appreciate y'all, y'all for like, you know, taking the time to stop by yeah, and listen to uh, every episode that we drop, you know. Um, and again, man, we're, we're always welcome to suggestions. You can always stop by our Facebook at, at FYFPod or um, you can email us at FYFPod at gmail.com. Or if you feel like dropping the line, man, you can call us at 407-243-8449. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, how you feel about the podcast so far and, and if there's any topics you want to bring up. But um, in regards to that, man, God bless y'all. God bless all our listeners and, and everyone. Have, have a great rest of your day. All right. Take care. Appreciate y'all. Yes. <laughs>